Welcome to Deep Dive Radio. I'm your host, Alan James. This show is dedicated to revealing the truth that lies beneath the surface. Are you ready for the truth? Then join me now for another exciting episode of Deep Dive Radio. Good morning. It's Sunday, December 24th, 2023. And I have a special episode for you today. It's Christmas Eve. Anyway, people are out doing all their last-minute shopping, going out, traveling, and visiting family and all that sort of thing. So I thought I'd put together a special episode for Christmas Eve. And this is a compilation of many of my quick dips. Now, if you know, if you don't know what a quick dip is, it's a short version of my podcast, which is usually 5, 10, maybe 15 minutes long. So I put together, I think, four of my favorite quick dips, and this is my Christmas present to you. So enjoy. Hey, gang. Did you know that Deep Dive Radio has a brand new way for you to help us out so we can keep bringing you the truth? That's right. You can buy us a cup of coffee now. Well, at least the equivalent of one anyway. Or you can buy one, two, three, or any amount of cups for us. You can also opt to be a member and a monthly donor. All you have to do is go to deepdiveradio.com and donate now. So as promised, here's Earl Nightingale's version of Stay With It. Enjoy. When I resigned my cushy job at CBS in Chicago in 1950 and started my own program on WGN, I also agreed to help sell time on my show by calling on advertising agencies. So I'd write my next day's program at night at home, then first thing the next morning I'd start hitting the advertising agencies to tell them why their clients should be advertising on my daily radio program. I was completely unknown in the Chicago market or anywhere else for that matter. My time on the air amounted to just 15 minutes each afternoon. My prospects would say, no, sorry, your program is not in drive time. That was a ridiculous cliché, since at any time in Chicago there were a zillion cars on the roads and highways to say nothing of the ten zillion people listening to their radios at home in about a six-state area. But that's the kind of answer I got, and so I became acquainted with the word no. After making calls on numerous agencies and getting nothing but no's, I would then rush to my tiny office in the Tribune Tower, get my program ready for broadcasting, and when the little red light came on, I was to be cheerful. Month after month, I made the rounds, and as I did, my thoughts often drifted back to those untroubled days in the quiet, air-conditioned studios at CBS, when all that was expected of me was the occasional exercise of my larynx. Stay with it, I would tell myself. One time I surprised a gentleman standing next to me in the men's room of a Chicago high-rise by actually muttering it aloud. What was that? Sorry, I didn't hear you very well. Oh, well, nothing, nothing at all. Just talking to myself, I suppose. Embarrassing, yes, but no less important for that. Stay with it. I knew that if I could just stay with it long enough to earn the respect and notice of the Chicago advertising community, I could succeed at my project. Stay with it, I would say to myself on those cold, snowy mornings and hot, humid summer days. Stay with it, I would say to myself on those heartbreakingly beautiful mornings when all in the world I wanted to do was play hooky, play golf, or walk along the lakefront in the park. So I made my calls, and I broadcast my programs, and I heard otherwise intelligent agency people say to me, radio doesn't work for us. 
I would then say, when you say radio doesn't work for us, it's the same as a commanding general saying tanks don't work for us or airstrikes don't work for us. The effective commander makes best use of all forces available to him, and so does the good advertising executive. What do you mean radio doesn't work for us? What radio? Which radio? Which program or personality? Surely some facet of an industry as broad, pervasive, and successful as American radio will work for you. In fact, my program will work for you in Chicago. I'll see to it that my program does a good job for you and returns sales at many times the volume of its small cost. So I'd win the argument and lose the sale. Once he'd made his statement, he had to stand behind it or run the risk of being a reasonable, flexible, intelligent advertising executive. And that was indeed a great deal to expect. It was in Crock's old bookstore on Michigan Avenue that I found the copy of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, in which I'd found that six-word secret to success I'd been searching for for so many years, I took the book back into Crock's bookstore and pigeonholed Adolf Crock himself. Buy time on my radio program and I'll sell this book by the thousands of copies, I said. We've tried radio. It doesn't work for us, he replied. Don't confuse my radio program with the word radio. My program will work for you with this book and with other books in your store as well. He thought a moment, then he said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you 40 cents a copy for every copy of the book you sell. Well, I wasn't supposed to work on commission. I was supposed to bring in contracts, 13-week, 26-week, or 52-week contracts. You've got a deal, I said. Not since the publication of Gone with the Wind had old man Croc seen orders for a book come in the way they came in for the next few weeks, as he wrote me very sizable checks for the thousands of orders at 40 cents a copy, he wished he'd followed my advice and simply bought airtime on my program. It would have been infinitely cheaper. He promptly rectified the matter. I got him to write a letter telling what my program had accomplished for him, and from that time on, with the proof the followers of the world need before they'll make a move, my program began to attract sponsors. It grew from 15 minutes a day to a half hour, then to a full hour, then an hour in the afternoon and a half hour in the morning, then to additional half-hour daily television program, all happily sponsored. On the program, I talked about things I found to be interesting, books, philosophy, people, events. My only rule for subject matter was that it had to be interesting to me. If it was interesting to me, I felt it would be interesting to a large section of the radio audience, and I was right. I've long thought it shameful the way the broadcasting industry as a whole has underestimated the listener. I think the radio listener wants more than repeated news, weather, and music. Radio is certainly one of the greatest educational opportunities in the world, the only rule being, keep it interesting. My habit of muttering to myself, stay with it, had paid off, just as it always does. The world is full of those who tried to get out of the doldrums and meeting with difficulty and repeated turndowns retreated back to the big crowd. What's really amazing are the number who've made a sortie into a business of their own and failing have fallen back never to try again. Why should succeeding at a business of one's own be easier than learning to ski or play the piano? We're likely to fail at first. It's part of the learning process, but it's no reason to give up. We learn something important from every failure. It's staying with it that separates the winners from the losers. Hey, gang. 
Did you know that Deep Dive Radio has a brand new way for you to help us out so we can keep bringing you the truth? That's right. You can buy us a cup of coffee now. Well, at least the equivalent of one anyway. Well, you can buy one, two, three, or any amount of cups for us. You can also opt to be a member and a monthly donor. All you have to do is go to deepdiveradio.com and donate now. And this is episode 29 called Wikipedia is Dead. What do I mean by that? Well, in case you've been sleeping under a rock for a bunch of years, Wikipedia has been taken over by the CIA and the FBI and the left-wing oligarchs that want to, you know, just put in what they want you to hear. Left-wing shit. I have to bleep that out. All right, so um, the cool thing is the guy who invented, the, one of the co-founders of Wikipedia <laughs> is going to be the one responsible for putting Wiki out of business. He's not trying to put him out of business, but I'm predicting that because he came up with a whole new concept called Encyclosphere, where it's not going to be censored, decentralized. It's, 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 it's decentralized. It's no oligarchs. It's nothing. And it's all the encyclopedias in the world combined. So you don't have just one source of information. Like when you go to Google, they just put in what they want you to hear and then you can't find anything else. You can go to a million different sites and it's the same answer. That's by design, okay? Because they want to control you, all right? So it's not like that stuff. But I'm sure they're going to try to find a way, the deep state assholes are going to try to find a way to get in there and mess things up. But I'm sure he's thought of that too. But his name is Larry Sanger. The guy, by the way, I, should, I didn't mention his name. Larry Sanger co-founded with his brother back in the day. I think it was in 2001. So um, I found a clip. I went on his site. It's um, encyclosphere.org. You can go on there and check it out. And I actually joined. I'm getting there. I'm on their newsletter now because I'm very so excited about this. I, I just can't wait because, you know, it's free speech. It's free speech again. What we used to have on the Internet that we don't have anymore. Okay. So um, this is really cool. Um, so anyway, uh, I've got a clip where he's t he does an introduction of what it's all about and his opinions and all that's kind of like mine. Uh, I'm going to put that on for you. Okay. So uh, just stay, hang in there. I'm going to play that clip right after the break. Hi folks. Have you ever had the secret desire to try your hand at painting, but you never got around to it? Well, Alan James Art makes it easier than ever to fulfill that dream. You now have the option of taking in-person classes at my studio in Deep River, Connecticut. Or if you're not local, you can take my online Zoom classes or even enroll in the online Alan James School of Watercolor, where you can take my courses on your own time schedule. So if you're an art lover but not necessarily interested in becoming an artist, well, that's okay too. Because here at Alan James Art, we're now offering G-Clay hand-signed prints of all of my work. It's printed on acid-free watercolor paper with archival ink, that resists fading for decades. Sizes range from 5x7 to 13x19. Prices start at $50, including shipping. So what are you waiting for? Go to alanjamesart.com and you'll find everything you need to get started in the world of art right there. Whether you're an art lover or an aspiring artist, Alan James Art is the place for you. All right, so I'm back. And guess what? We've got that clip queued up for you, and we're going to play it right now. So listen up. Wikipedia is great, right? 
My name is Larry Sanger. I started it, and I don't think so. It's become centralized and controlling, just like Facebook and Twitter. They have all become openly hostile to views unapproved by the establishment. Let's fix this, not with a better encyclopedia, but an open encyclopedia network, like the blogosphere, but for knowledge. We need a free, giant, global knowledge commons without any central control. You should be able to fire up your own blog, write an article, press a button, and boom, it's added to the encyclosphere. All the encyclopedias in the world will be in this system, including small and new ones. Developers will build a bunch of competing encyclopedia readers using this data. Why be limited to just Wikipedia? We'll also create a decentralized rating system. There will be rater categories, so you'll be able to find the top-rated articles according to trusted experts, or according to your nationality, religion, or party. That's how it should be, right? So, how do we get there? I'll tell you how. I am starting the Knowledge Standards Foundation. We're not a startup. We're not for-profit. We're not funded by Silicon Valley. And we'll always refuse donations by corporations and governments. We're a non-profit, grassroots, volunteer, open-source software organization committed to principles. We're not building an app. We're defining technical standards and tools. Do you want to help? You probably can. Please come to Encyclosphere.org and get to work. Together, our global team will actually build a network, one that, like the Internet itself, all of humanity owns and no one exclusively controls. You know, I hope you enjoyed that, guys, because, um, listen, it's all about free speech. We have to have it. If we don't have free speech, we don't have freedom, okay? Our Constitution was made by our founding fathers for a good reason. They fought this tyranny and this oligarch stuff over in, in England, and they came over here and fixed it. And now we're trying to screw it up again, okay? Hi, folks. Are you worried about the spike protein after getting the vaccine? Well, the wellness company has great news for you. You see... Our doctors put together a formula that helps dissolve spike protein, which can cause microclotting. If you have long COVID, or if you're suffering from long COVID from the vaccine, then this can help with that as well. To get your spike support, just go to deepdiveradio.com forward slash spike support and get well today. Hey folks, are you prepared for a medical emergency? We at The Wellness Company, we have a medical emergency kit just for you, and it's peace of mind guaranteed. We have eight emergency medications included in this kit, including antibiotics and ivermectin. This kit will treat everything from anthrax to viral upper respiratory infections. It's designed for medical emergencies. Okay, don't travel without it. You know, masks don't work for viruses, but these critical medications can. To get your kit, come visit us at www.twc.health, promo code Deep Dive, and stay well. Today's episode, Novak's The Joke of Witch. Oh, the irony. This is just too rich, man. And the guy's name is perfect. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Novak Djokovic. But today, I'm going to call him Novak's The Joke of Witch. 
the joke of which is on who? The man who was banned last year from playing the U.S. Open because he wouldn't take the mRNA jab. And this is how it sounded back then on the news. Take a listen. Grand Slam champion Novak Djokovic being banned from the U.S. Open over his opposition to the COVID-19 vaccine. U.S. travel restrictions state, if you are a non-U.S. citizen who is a non-immigrant, you will need to show proof of being fully vaccinated against COVID-19 before you travel by air to the United States from a foreign country. Well, this year, he wins the tournament, and you'll never guess who the sponsor was. That's right. It's Moderna. This is what I call poetic justice. Not only that, Moderna had to feature Novaks for their shot of the day, which is really, I just, that's rich. Here's a clip I put together for you. Take a listen. Well, we'll take you to the Moderna shot of the day, and it was, here's the final one. shot of the day brought to you by Moderna. No, but I had to hand it to the commentators. I wouldn't have been able to hold my composure. I'm, I'm sure I would have busted out with uncontrollable laughter if I was behind the mic. So I have to hand it to them. I am now the biggest Novak Djokovic fan in the world. Okay. Of course, the mainstream media will never even acknowledge or mention the irony of the whole thing. And you know why? Because it would expose them for who they are, the hypocrites that they are. You know, the constant bombarding of it's safe and effective that they regurgitated on us for three and a half years. This, folks, is a victory for all that refused the poison and stood up for our rights to bodily autonomy. Ah... But will they seek revenge against the David who defeated the big pharma Goliath? Well, as I said last week, they're gearing up for round two of this nonsense as we speak. How much you want to bet they'll ban Novaks again during the 2024 season? After all, it's an election year and the left-wing jerkwads in charge will undoubtedly do everything in their power to rig the election. And they'll have to lock us all up again. And they'll open the floodgates again for the illegals. What am I saying again? They'll keep the floodgates open so they can get all the illegals in here so they can get their illegal votes. Mark my words. Last week I said we must all band together. And I also said do not comply. I repeat that again, okay? I mean, just like Djokovic... He gave up millions and millions of dollars to stand by his beliefs. And when he was asked about that in an interview, here's what his response was. It was, it was great. It was emphatic. It was a matter of fact. So I've got that clip for you. I'm going to play that for you right after the break. Hey, gang. Did you know that Deep Dive Radio has a brand new way for you to help us out? so we can keep bringing you the truth? That's right. You can buy us a cup of coffee now. Well, at least the equivalent of one anyway. Well, you can buy one, two, three, or any amount of cups for us. You can also opt to be a member and a monthly donor. 
All you have to do is go to deepdiveradio.com and donate now. All right, I'm back. And as promised, I have that clip of Novak Djokovic talking to the BBC in an interview last year. Take a listen. I understand that not being vaccinated today, I, you know, I'm unable to travel to most of the tournaments at the moment. And, and that's the price you're willing to pay? I, that, that is the price that I'm willing to pay. Ultimately, are you prepared to forego the chance to be the greatest player that ever picked up a racket, statistically, because you feel so strongly about this jab? Yes. I do. But as things stand, if this means that you miss the French Open, is that a price you'd be willing to pay? Yes, that is the price that I'm willing to pay. And if it means that you miss Wimbledon this year, again, that's a price you're willing to pay? Yes. Why, Novak? Why? Why? Because the principles of uh, decision-making on my body uh, are more important than any title or anything else. Because the principles of the decision-making on my body are more important than any title or anything else. You know, I think I like that part the best. Or anything else, you know. I don't care what you're peddling, pal. Nothing's going to get in the way of my bodily autonomy. You get it? Okay? That's profound. And you should have the same stance on your body. All of us. That's our right and any amount of guilt you want to lay on me, sorry, pal, ain't going to work. Not this time. Not with this man. So you see, folks, if he can do it, so can you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might say, you might argue, well, he's a multi-gazillionaire. He's, got, he's set for life. And I'm just a hard-working man who can't afford to quit my job. I have to keep working, so I just have to comply now, you know what I say to that? Bullshit. Use your noggin. Find a way. I lost my business. My life savings. But you know what's more important? I saved my health and my life. You find a way, man. And to me, my health and my human rights are more important than anything else. My bodily autonomy what I put in my body is my business and no guilt or propaganda is going to change my mind, okay? You know, I used my brain. I came up with creative ways to keep it going and you can do the same. Use your brain. And, and you know, I don't want to hear poor excuses this time, folks. Buck up. Folks, we're at a crossroads. And now is the time to stand up for our beliefs. Enough is enough. Hi, folks. Have you ever had the secret desire to try your hand at painting, but you never got around to it? Well, Alan James Art makes it easier than ever to fulfill that dream. You now have the option of taking in-person classes at my studio in Deep River, Connecticut. Or if you're not local, you can take my online Zoom classes or even enroll in the online Alan James School of Watercolor where you can take my courses on your own time schedule. So if you're an art lover, but not necessarily interested in becoming an artist, well, that's okay too. Because here at Alan James Art, we're now offering G. Clay hand-signed prints of all of my work. 
It's printed on acid-free watercolor paper with archival ink that resists fading for decades. Sizes range from 5x7 to 13x19. Prices start at $50, including shipping. So what are you waiting for? Go to alanjamesart.com and you'll find everything you need to get started in the world of art right there. Whether you're an art lover or an aspiring artist, Alan James Art is the place for you. So the name of this episode is called Love and Hope. Enjoy. Isn't it funny how many of us go through life looking for someone to love, you know, the perfect match, the one, and how many of us just settle? Maybe because we get tired of looking or we came to the conclusion that there's no perfect match. So we just settled for someone who was nice enough, you know. She's a nice gal. Oh, he's a great guy. And he makes a lot of money. How many times have you heard that? Or how about this one? You know, you're not getting any younger. So we go ahead and we get into those relationships, all for the wrong reasons. So then you convince yourself, you know, maybe it was just all a pipe dream. And there's no such thing as romantic love, except in dime novels and Hollywood movies. Maybe the joke was on us the whole time. You know, maybe you've been a sentimental sap, a romantic sap, always believing that Hollywood romances were real and that you'd someday find that kind of love for yourself. And how many times did it seem like when you found that perfect love, it wasn't mutual? <laughs> That's frustrating. So you gave up. You know, and as we go through life, get later and later in life, you become okay with it. But what if you did the opposite and you tried? You know, maybe you went through a lot of your life looking for this thing and you never found it. But you can be okay with that reality. Why? Even if the joke was on you, at least you tried. At least you believed that it could happen. At least you had hope. And a person without hope, frankly, has given up on life. So how do we find hope? Maybe hope comes from within. I think you have to love yourself first before you can love anyone else. You know? And maybe that's a universal problem. Maybe we have to start there. And maybe the person we settled on represents how we felt about ourselves at the time. Maybe we didn't feel we deserved any better. So we settled for the person that reflected how we felt about ourselves at the time. And then later on down the road, you know, maybe we worked it out. We got self-improvement. We did some meditation. And we began to love ourselves better, only to realize that we made a mistake. We outgrew the relationship. We didn't really love that person, at least not the way love is meant to be in our minds. So then we go and we file for divorce, or even worse, we, we stay in the marriage, we stay in the relationship, we either remain miserable or we become unfaithful. It makes you wonder how many people find their true love or just settle. Anyway, I believe we should keep the faith, even if the joke is on us. <laughs> We should continue on our quest to find that perfect one. People may say you're a fool, but at least you're a fool with hope. And hope, my friends, is essential to survival. That's all the time I have today, folks. I'll see you every Sunday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Deep Dive Radio. Ciao, Bella. Hey, gang, you know, a lot goes into these productions for Deep Dive Radio, and we can use your help to keep us going. So if you'd like to help out, Go to deepdiveradio.com and hit the Donate tab right now. Thank you so much.